everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpinito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Srich, looking for work editing. <laughs> oh. Wait, what? What? Did we did Rutledge no, finally so, fire you? No, because there's been so did? little news this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> like, like, I'm out of stuff to edit because it's been such a dry news week. This is not okay. where I'm announcing that I'm looking for different work. <laughs> you can't do yeah. this to me. <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, I'm firing myself? <laughs> but I'm still going to be on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the consistent guest host. <laughs> He so, is HR, so I guess he could fire himself. That's true, yeah. So. Yeah, but Rut says I can't give myself a raise anymore. <laughs> well, it's cutting uh, into his embezzlement. Right. <laughs> He's got certain margins he must maintain for himself. He can't have you button in on him. This, is, this income ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a this third week, house to buy. Uh, we're going to talk about the quarry this week. We're also going to talk about Raft. But first, what year are you guys on in fucking Kitten's game? Because I swear to God, this game has been everything for us right now this past week. 179. <laughs> I'm on uh, 253. Do, do any of you have Paragon yet? Not yet. No. I'm close to getting my first, though. Um, I'm on year 164. Uh, we're also mm. going to talk about Kitten's game later in this episode. But first... Let's get through some news. There hasn't been that much going on in the past week, but we figure there are a few things that are maybe worth discussing. Uh, first off, some microtransactions may or may not be coming to Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, they, the devs put out an update where they're talking about changing one of their systems where you earn season points that are, you can use to unlock cosmetics. They're talking about changing it to something called Spartan points, which you could still use to unlock cosmetics, but you could maybe possibly also buy with real world money. This is worrying. Mm, interesting. We know that, you know, we know that microtransactions have been part of the plan, you know, Halo Infinite multiplayer being free to play and they've been getting mixed results there to say the least. I've been seeing, you know, threads popping up on the, uh, on the subreddit showing that like more and more um uh like the prices keep raising for for certain things mm. uh, that you know we already know that the community isn't happy with the state of halo infinite um you know we saw leaks this week of what the multiplayer of a campaign would look like which it famously didn't launch with and we're now like 10 months later no eight months later and we still don't know when campaign multiplayer is coming out so people are rightfully jumping back to halo master chief collection you can play it everywhere um you know it's on steam it's on xbox um and if their if their response to hmm you know we aren't getting enough players on infinite the the response that the fan base has been hoping for has been fix infinite or improve infinite to the point that it it is a game that people want to hop over to um and instead you know it might be that they're looking at their infinite player base and their mcc player base and saying well how can we start how can we start monetizing and making more money off our healthy game um right but then the fear is if they start if they start cannibalizing that for different different cosmetics and this and that then are they going to take their healthy game and their 
questionable game and and kill both of them because that's not going to be a good look yeah kill two healthy birds with one stone uh, kind of yeah i i do find this i mean i'm not even that big of a halo player i don't really keep up with mul- like the multiplayer especially myself but i do find the uh justifications from 343 a little bit mm, worrying or just kind of interesting right in that like we we wrote in our story here, uh, three four three is keen to stress that this would be a quote optional additive alternative, as the team is quote happy with the current system, and that it's made to help players quote get ahead or skip the grind. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what microtransactions are. They're supposed to help you skip the grind. That's not the good thing about them, though. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or I guess. I don't know it's just one of those arguments where it's like it depends on where you stand right like what's more important to you time or money um but it's also such a slippery slope that when that's your justification more and more you know things become microtransactioned right and that's kind of what leads people to not have a favorable view whenever someone utters the really long word microtransaction right yeah i mean like stretch said it's it's frustrating for sure like knowing that infinite has had the problems that it's had that a lot of their focus has oddly been around uh like skill jumps and stuff like that when it comes to making changes to the platform rather than addressing some of the hit registration and other issues that are the core reasons why people like myself aren't playing right now where you know it's like a 50-50 shot if things are going to work the way they're supposed to. Um, And meanwhile, we're rolling out new events and new store items and and all that kind of stuff. It's, I mean, it's the same kind of frustration I have with Hunt at times. Like, why focus on the cosmetic and the monetization while you've got a dwindling fan base that is asking for change? Make that change, you're going to see the fan base increase again and with that increase you're going to have an increase in spending so you know it's it's kind of the same way i look at running this site if i provide good ux the readers will come if i sabotage that ux with excessively you know pop-up ads stuff like that i'm going to lose those readers and lose that revenue so Mm -hmm. to me from as a business owner it doesn't it doesn't compute why they're going the the route they're going. And if they are working on it in the background, great. Tell us that. Because I think that that's most of the community's frustration is like, hey, this is our problem. You guys aren't telling us what's going on. Mm. Like, I'm kind of wondering, are we past Halo's heyday? You know, I mean, I know kind of, right? Like, I feel like Halo 2 and 3 was like the time to be a Halo fan. Mm-hmm. But now... I, I feel like consistently when I see Halo headlines in the news, it's not really for exciting reasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. this whole this whole sequel trilogy. You'd very easily be able to say, you know, it's been a it's been a decline. Um, you know, I've been a fan of the campaigns for them. Uh, I'm not much of a multiplayer myself, but you know, even I can can understand that it feels like, you know. The, the story that they were trying to tell, they told. And now it's about looking for new stories, but not trying to tell like another the story, if that makes sense. Um, so like Halo 4, 5 and 6 have been enjoyable, have been fun. 
the the story and like the cohesion of the story is nowhere near where it was for one two three and we even see that you know so so brazenly between five and six where they just didn't really know what to do with cortana once they'd set her up to be a an evil ai omnipotent being with her own army of ais and giant owl things um and so they literally just threw her away (laughs) they said well something weird happened now she's dead um and that was kind of that was kind of that um you know even we had seen it with happening with halo multiplayer as well which is why the the master chief collection was just such a huge thing that you know they put they put halo 2 and halo 3 multiplayer you know they desecrated the grave um you know pulled it out from from where it lay gave it better control schemes i mean even that launched in a crap state but they fixed it and people flooded back um Mm -hmm. you know i would i'm almost wondering if there's some kind of way that they would be able to uh future proof the the free to play multiplayer launcher by like adding in more stuff from from previous games we know that there's you know word about them adding some halo 2 and halo 3 maps but it's still if there would be some way to kind of keep it all in one place not have to split the player base in the same way that a lot of um fps titles stopped moving or started moving away from map packs that you would need to purchase like halo did that would essentially like split the pool of players you know between halo master chief collection and halo infinite you know they're they are competing with themselves in a way Mm. um but it just it feels like there's got to be something better than than slap band-aid fixes on infinite while looking for ways to to beef up income from the rest of it yeah i like that idea of turning infinite into literally halo infinite where you've got everything in one place like that. I feel like that would be a really positive change. I know that the logistics of bringing older maps in with the new movement of halo, um, would be a challenge, but like if they went that direction and it was like, you know, pay $5 to unlock the maps like that. OG, uh, Xbox disc you had to buy, um with halo 2 like i'd do it mm. um like it's more of a platform than a oh, yes, new release right. yeah like yeah turn halo infinite into infinite halo like i think that that would be a positive thing you would see numbers return and um you know players would love to use a lot of the new movement in older maps like give me lockout again um that would be super cool so you're saying they need to lean into being a games as a service model. Yeah, so they, I mean, they've yeah. got the breadth of content. And if the aim is to to not split the player base to to and to feed a single experience, then yeah, um having having them like add infinite to MCC or vice versa or just building up you know, taking the multiplayer out of MCC and adding it to that that free service uh, that could definitely work it would mm. it would be a shit ton of work <laughs> but it would be a, a way to keep everyone together keep the player base 
um, while also you know offering better chances to to fix something and have it structurally fix a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because now when I look at kind of the Xbox ecosystem, I mean, I know like this podcast is a very big fan of Game Pass, right? But then when I think of the software, like for the longest time, it was, oh, wait till Halo comes out, then like <laughs> Xbox will be good again. And then Halo <laughs> came out and I like forth some more. Um, but now I'm looking at the future of Xbox, right? And it's like, we have a lot of things in the works, in the wings, right? That we're waiting on. But kind of in the near future, it's like... Yeah, the first party Xbox stuff is kind of... Unless you're into niche stuff, like Forza is more niche. Motorsport definitely is more of a niche game. Like highly, high level of craft. There's kind of unparalleled kind of in that space. But it's not a wide appeal game. They they don't... I mean, I think Horizon... I think Horizon's a lot more mainstream appeal. Yes, yes. Yeah, more arcadey for sure yeah and that's that's yeah. dude does i mean that's a great game too yeah yeah so now it's like you know we're waiting on fable 4 whatever that's gonna look like right we're waiting on avowed we're waiting on fucking starfield right um so there's just a lot that we're waiting on and now that the halo like the poster child of xbox is kind of coming i don't want to say gone but feels like it's he's, on the way out you know yeah, not, like, not having the sticking power that he used to <laughs> definitely <laughs> right like, wasn't as big of a bang as they had hoped for sure yeah and it's a lot pun, of that was intended. releasing too early i think without all the features that they said were going to be part of the game mm-hmm. co-op all that like co-op is the thing that has kept halo running as long as it Honestly, has. i think that's what i you know most people's like most memorable experiences that i've heard that's anecdotally seems to be oh yeah me and my buddies or me and my friend went through this or whatever mm-hmm. it like yeah. it and gears of war were the early like xbox um multiplayer experiences like co-op mm-hmm. yeah right well good thing that if you live outside of the u.s it's going to be even harder to play couch co-op on your xbox because uh <laughs> Apparently, controller Xbox controllers specifically are getting much harder to find, especially in Europe. Like they're out of stock in major retailers in the UK and the Netherlands. You're paying a premium just to get one. Uh, Germany, France, like so. Apparently, it's getting harder to get those Xbox controllers. But here in the states and in Canada, apparently, it seems like stocks seem fine. Uh, well, we got for now. We got one thing going for, for us now. at least, huh? Everything else, everything else going to shit. Yeah, yeah, it's the only good thing about America right now, really. You can get an Xbox controller if you need one. Um, That's kind of the state of the world. But so this is just a hot off the heels of, you know, for for years now, right? We can say it's uh, been consistently hard to get a PS5 and Xbox series, Mm -hmm. right? Like supply chain issues, and it still is. And now that's starting to bleed into controllers, I was kind of surprised it took this long. Because, I mean, yeah. the Xbox controller is the gaming controller still, largely, for most people, even if you don't have an Xbox. Yeah, I mean, PC players also use yeah. Xbox controllers for the most part. You know, if you factor out, like, the Razer controller and, like... There's some the, stuff out there. You know, like, like, all those third-party hey, ones. Hey, Power also, a. Samsung TV players, you yeah. know, they'll be using their Xbox controllers as well. That's true. Mm. When that comes around, 
people who only play Game Pass on their phones might use Xbox controllers. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird problem to be having. <clears throat> you know, it's one thing for the console to have the shortage, but for the controller to have it, it's just weird. Yeah. And I found it interesting too, because like the the dual if there's anything that I think would be harder to make, I feel like it'd be the dual sense, right? Because the dual sense has so many more features to it. And I wonder it just if it's kinda... just if it's just because it's so like not as applicable. Like it doesn't have as like widespread a purchase appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's only like for PS5. The, really. the Xbox controller largely hasn't changed since 360. Like there has been little changes here and there, but in terms of someone grabbing it and using it, it's going to feel almost identical. Well, and right. and these Xbox controllers are the ones that work on the still out there Xbox Ones um, yeah. and the One family, as well as the Series family, and they've got two SKUs now. So, and if you're buying it on PC, having so I well, I have not been I haven't had an Xbox since 360, like way long ago, and so I always had you know ps3 ps4 controllers and getting that shit working on pc was infuriating <laughs> all <laughs> the time and so the idea of having something that's just plug in and it fucking works like it was no question quite get xbox core every time mm -hmm. i mean like i play my ps5 more than my xbox and i have four xbox controllers here and only three ps5 controllers i couldn't explain how like, i don't even remember i'm looking at one of them right now i don't remember how or why i got it <laughs> you know i think just xbox controllers kind of appear sometimes at least they used to <laughs> nowadays not so much yeah, look at this guy he's fucking rich i get I, I mean like sometimes i play it on pc too right but i don't have like a elite controller or whatever yeah well i mean I it's uh, is my did microsoft say why or like what is it just production is slowed or i'm sure it's just I, the same issues that every single be. piece of electronic yeah, is Facing. Yeah, well, yeah. Microsoft spokesperson talked to Video Game Chronicle. Uh, said we may kn we know it may be hard finding Xbox wireless controllers right now due to supply disruptions. We're working as fast as possible with our manufacturing and retail partners to improve this. So it's something about the supply chain, which doesn't I mean, surprise me too much. Supply chain is a yeah. nightmare right now. As, yeah, I mean that's the story everywhere. A, it's not just Xbox controllers right now. It's a good time for me to plug a controller I've been using as an as an oh. alternative. Gotta make sure which one it is. So I was looking for a controller for my the Ouya controller for my yeah uh -huh. for my uh, mm -hmm. uh, for my PC, but I wasn't wanting to get an Xbox controller for whatever reason. I wanted something that's wired because uh, I was getting mm. real tired of dealing with uh, like the charging port batteries. stuff getting <laughs> fucked up in batteries. Like, I was getting real annoyed with just things like. Anyway, it was getting real stupid, and I was uh, like, the charging port would break, and I'd have to like fiddle with it or put pressure on one way just for stuff to charge. It seemed to always happen with controllers. Um, so I was trying to find a good wired one, and they don't really sell like wired like Xbox controllers from Microsoft anymore. I couldn't, at least that I could find. Yeah. And this was I was looking like last year. Um, mm -hmm. But what I did find was a pretty rad Hori pad made for Xbox that's wired, mm. um, and I love that's great. <laughs> and available on yeah. Amazon. Let's go to Amazon. Europe Hori, Hori makes good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hori is great. I mean, I love their fighting sticks. Yeah, too. and so it's it's just uh, it looks exactly like an Xbox controller. Just they made it. It's even got an Xbox logo on it. Um, <laughs> so it looks like one. It is slightly different. There's the the triggers are like kind of mushy. That's the only bad thing I can say about it. I don't like the triggers all that much, but it's a fantastic controller. 
out there. It's the, Does it have any of the other like weird third-party features like turbo controls and stuff? Uh, it's got turbo. some like you can uh, customize some uh, prof- profiles to do because they I think you can fiddle with the sensitivity of analog sticks and like uh, some of the uh, rumble stuff. Like you can fine-tune that in some way. So you have there's a few buttons to save profiles. I don't do anything crazy enough to even have looked into that. So there is some customizability with it. Um, and it's worked really well. And it's, I love the fact that it's wired and it's got a pretty long cord. So I've never had mm-hmm. the, the connectivity stuff's never had, like not fucking up all the time. Uh, right. So it was exactly what I was looking for. And it took a long time to find. Like there's the, to find a wired controller now that's not. So this is a wired controller that's not plugged in. It's hardwired into the controller. You're not unplugging the, it from the controller at all. That's what I was looking for. Because I don't want a USB or mini USB that went in there that would, like, rattle around or eventually break somehow because that's always what happens with these. Uh, so right. it was really hard to find this one thing. It's the only one I could find. <laughs> uh, that wasn't, like, some, like, $15, like, okay, I'm not even going to bother with that one <laughs> kind of right. thing. Um, but it's pretty good. It's, like, 40-something bucks, 45 bucks. Mm. That's not yeah. that bad, yeah. I mean, my solution was just getting the uh, the wireless dongle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugging that into my PC, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. I mean, that's the weird thing is that they do sell the versions with the wireless dongle. Yeah. Um, but also, like, as long as the Xbox controller that you're using isn't one that was for like the original Xbox One, they all have Bluetooth in them anyway. Mm-hmm. So you don't even need the dongle. You can just yeah, you know, sync it to your computer <laughs> through Bluetooth. I don't, I don't have Bluetooth for my for my motherboard. What? You can get a USB dongle for like six I'm bucks. Fucking with that. I got yeah. the controller. So you either get a Bluetooth dongle or a, or an How Xbox the, wireless dongle. dongle. How the hell do you own a do you own a computer in 2022 and you don't have Bluetooth? Because I just don't. What am I going to connect to it? Tell you what, uh, headphones, uh, an I Xbox have, controller. I have been through an interface, man. I'm not doing this cheap shit. A keyboard, I don't want this Bluetooth. Give me the, give me the hardwired quality stuff, not the the bargain bin Dollar Tree stuff. I mean, to be fair, like, I have Bluetooth on mine, and I don't use, I don't oh, use so Bluetooth see, on huh? my PC for see? anything. Yeah, there you go. Unbelievable. That's weird. Yeah, I just wire yep. it in. I mean, I've got the interface too, so yeah. Now, if they make Bluetooth interfaces, oh boy, then all bets maybe are off. We'll talk, but I, I doubt, I doubt they will because that'd probably I was ruin the say, quality. Yeah, they'd, they'd be shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that does it for news this week. Let's talk about some of the games we've been playing. Should we just get Kitten's game out of our system? Should we just? I think so. And I would yeah, like to start okay. this off with right, a big yeah, hearty yeah. Uh, fuck you to Otten <laughs> okay. because uh, I can live with it. I cannot stop playing this game, and okay, uh, I, I welcome, God welcome to it. my hell. All right, well let's let's pause and and rewind for a sec. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, Otten brought up this game called Kitten's Game, which is a clicker, but so much more. Otten ambushed um, us with this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even planning to talk about well, it. He was just like, like I guess two I get before up. we started recording. I was like, eh, well, that'll be the game I talk about. <laughs> yeah. 
And so for all, most of the podcast last week, my brain was like Kitten's Game. It's got to be some weird garbage. Yeah, they thought, like, a, something. like a Steam indie flash game. Yeah, I, which I'm something well known for Ebum's playing well. those kind of games. Part of my brain. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and then he starts talking about it, and it was hilarious. Would recommend listening to last week if you haven't. But now the rest of us have been infected with the Kitten's Game virus. Uh, no, it's not a virus. There is no virus it's to no it. Virus. It's fine. It's, it's just a flash game. Well, not even a flash game. It's just there a browser no game. There is no HTTPS, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we all we all rattled off the years we're in, right? <laughs> earlier today, right? You're at like 170 something. Stretcher at two some 200 something. I'm at 181 now. It's still running mm. in the background. <laughs> oh I'm trying to think of what's the best way for me to put in context mine. Oh, total years played for me. If anybody wants to know. Sure, yeah. Thousands? Well, 1,273. Oh, my God. And I have, okay. I have <laughs> clicked, total clicks, 73,000 times. I have clicked with it to the Wow. <laughs> now, the scary thing is, what if this is like a uh, uh, like crypto mining? I don't even care. You know, like, Good for him. Good for him on getting this, care. or the developer. Good for him on conning me into it because it's worked. Yeah, we're just a uh, web-based crypto mining also, how's for that crypto one been person for you the past couple weeks, buddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who really got the yeah, laugh? Like, there's, if there's a time that you're looking to buy a to buy one of those like thirty cards, thirty series graphics cards, now is it's the now. time. Mm-hmm. When they say buy the dip, they mean this. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> talk to Copenhagen here. Yeah, dude. Kitten's game is like I can hear it in the background. It's it's in the background. Oh my god! This <laughs> is what I go to sleep to. So there's, it, there's actually yeah. a good enough noise gate on the recording that you cannot hear the cat. But yes, my oh, cat is meowing in the background. Perfect. Um, we can hear it. Yeah, it's that, in our that everyone else can hear. Uh, mm-hmm. As he's saying, or- "Why are you talking about me?" <laughs> or we've all been playing Kitten's game so much, we all just hear cats in our <laughs> yeah, brains. Yeah, cat that could be it. <laughs> Um, but no, this, this game is one of those, uh, cause I've enjoyed quite a few clickers in my time, um, because I think it's the most raw form of numbers go yes. up Oh yeah. and dopamine yeah. goes Ooh, a up. a piece of candy. Yeah. Uh, I'm on year 166 now. It just turned spring. Um, so it's just, it's nice seeing those numbers continue to go up, but then it's like you start doing math in your head like on the fly right where you're like okay if it takes this long to do that and that long to do that and a train's going northwest at 45 miles per hour (laughs) how can i how can i sync everything up right yeah yeah it's just you want to get the timers just right and then what can you juggle on the side and all that it's like ah it's too good yeah it's so simple and yet it has so much depth it's not that simple. No, it's not. Well, I mean, from from a a surface level, it's simple. It's to simple play. But once you start like, once you start really getting into it, there's like you've got to think a couple steps ahead in terms there's of like what lot. you're building and all that kind of stuff. It's not like a lot of the clickers you'll play that they're yeah. they're pretty so like, surface level. It's like numbers go up if you click. It's you've got to position yourself. You have to do certain things to unlock new yeah. buildings and or um, even like the the linearity of other of other clicker games yeah. is always just yeah. like you've just got to get that one next upgrade one next upgrade one next upgrade but you know 
then you're at the point of like, I need to make a printing press. And for that, I need coal and iron, which is a byproduct of the cats mining, which need food that makes steel, which makes gear. But then I also need scientist kittens to be working on this so that we can then put it all together. Yeah. And we've and now got need- a printing press. It's like the, it's the, the spider webbing of it is what yeah. will, what it's, will get it's, you. It is continually impressive just how interwoven and smartly like design choices that are made because you'll get to certain stuff you're like oh because like almost you want to be like you motherfucker like because you're making this choice and it's totally screwing you on some other aspect of it like some other resource you're like you son of a bitch like that's the perfect thing to throw as a roadblock in my way right now you asshole and like that stuff happens (laughs) all the time um and like like for one example like um eventually later on there's some of the the buildings you've constructed, you can upgrade them to something else. You do not keep the buildings that you had oh, before. So let, let's say you have 50 libraries. They can be upgraded to data centers. Mm. You will lose all your libraries. They're gone. You have to, they get replaced and the data center does something different. Um, so like one of the big ones so is, is pastures. Pastures to help your catnip production. Like they don't need as much catnip to survive, which is your food production, which is your mm-hmm. base resource that you always have to have a surplus of. Otherwise, your kittens die and they go away. Eventually, you can upgrade those pastures to solar farms because you need power generation later, but you do not gain back <laughs> that food production. So you have to make that up somehow. And so there's all mm. these <laughs> little things uh, that you have to do. It's It's a... I, I, I'm always surprised at just how smartly it, it does stuff. Um, there, yeah, yeah. And it definitely has these like permanent decisions that completely sway yeah. the trajectory of your kitten colony. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I'm really on the lookout for, and Auden, I don't want you to spoil this for me and tell me if I'm wrong or right on this, but so you can eventually uh, adopt policies, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where you, you spend your culture to do like policies and and there are things like you know are is are your kittens like epicureans or are they more stoic right so and that just affects like how they use their happiness resources or whatever or luxury resources so there's a lot of things where you kind of feel like you're building um just the the social dynamic of your kitten colony and i have socialism i can't buy it yet um, but it just says has no effect, and I feel like that's a. Jo- I feel like there's going to be a joke waiting until I can eventually buy it, and I have to say that joke has been the thing I've been thinking the most about in the past week as I've been. <laughs> the, the not even the actual joke, yeah. the potential, the you know possibility of a joke. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, seventy five hundred yeah. culture there for you. Seventy five hundred culture, yeah. I will. I will not tell you what yeah. happens or yeah. does not happen. <laughs> He's tried it. Yeah. Also, okay. your, your kittens should always be stoics. Also, by the way, just heads up. Mm. Okay. All uh, right. I went Epicurean uh, this I mean, time. Uh, but, yeah, you I know, stoics. I'll, I'll reset. Well, eventually, you know? yeah. So that's the other thing. So yeah. you got none of you guys have done this yet. I don't think you've reset. So reset starts you from the beginning. You're you're starting over. You're gathering right. catnip, and you have zero kittens. Um, but you do carry mm-hmm. over between runs something called Paragon and Karma. And I can't remember how karma's calculated, but Paragon's uh, calculated by the excess number of kittens you have over like 40 or 50. And you gain I think it's something, whatever it is, Paragon points. Yeah. And um, each Paragon point you gain is a 1% buff to your total production for a bunch of resources on your next run. 
So let's say you have 50 Paragon. That's a 50% buff immediately for your next run. So things move much quicker um, when you get to that okay. point. And then at some point way down the line, there's a, there's a technology upgrade called Metaphysics that you can upgrade. And once you get Metaphysics, you open up this menu of permanent upgrades between runs, like reducing building costs by 1% for up the entire run and you can do stuff like that that spends your paragon points so you don't want to spend your paragon until the end of a run until you go on to your next run and you can accumulate paragon between runs if you want so like the one i'm doing now i have like hmm. 180 or 100 something 150 paragon or something like that um but that becomes the game then because you do get to the point where it's just like, okay, if I was, if I'd never reset, this game would take like two years. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember like explaining that mechanic to a friend. Cause I played another clicker game that yeah. has a similar mechanic and they were like, well, why would you ever reset? And it's like, okay, well, let's say you play the game for a week straight and you get to like point B. Right. But if you reset, then you can move faster. So then the next time you play the game for a week, you get to point like F. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then you reset again the next time you play a week it's like you're at point z right like that's kind of the yep. whole point of the oh, game yeah and what's so great game. about this like we you were talking about policies and technology like certain policy decisions that you make make a lot more sense in early runs where the other ones will make a lot more sense in later runs we have where it's easier to produce stuff so you are naturally going to mm -hmm. change your what the path that you go down uh, because when you make these culture decisions, these policy decisions, you're basically going down a branch. Like it even comes up with a, a menu that says, hey, if you select, you know, a monarchy, like that whole other, ha the other branch is gone. You do not get to see what that happens yeah. down that line. Uh, so you, there's a lot of weirdly replayability stuff to see what happens with this stupid fucking game. <laughs> yeah. This game, I think, combines civilization or like really any grand strategy game yep. with a clicker because a lot of the other clickers i've played i'm used to generally there's there's one thing you're pointing mm -hmm. your resources at right like clicker heroes it's you're pretty killing linear. bad guys so like even though you see the, yeah even though you see the numbers go up it's all in service of killing the bad guy in front of you Whereas this game and Kitten's game, you have to decide, okay, I have my numbers going up, but do I want my, my minerals to go up faster or my wood to go up faster? Do I want my catnip to go up faster? Do I want to keep it stagnating? You know, like those are the kind of decisions you're making is what to point your auto clickers at um, to basically spin as many plates as That's possible. Great. And when, so like in doing like research, like trying to figure out how some things work, because they don't explain everything to you. And it's like if I'm gonna spend if I'm gonna spend hours zones. on this, I'm gonna fucking know how this works. Like some things work. So you do some searching, and like I was seeing people like I think I mentioned last week where like I found like nine year old forum posts. So like they've been working. Whoever's making this has been working on this for a long time, um, and I think it shows with just how like pre like precise a lot of this stuff is. <laughs> Um, but, mm -hmm. um, I've seen reference to like certain, it almost seems like, I don't know if there's a victory condition in this, but I've seen reference to some stuff. I don't know. And then other people are like, oh, I'm doing a faith heavy run this time, or I'm doing this kind of run. And I'm like, what? You get that specific or whatever. By the way, faith is like the most important thing ever. So please like go into that. Uh, yes. but yeah. I mean, just like dark souls, the faith build yeah. is the most OP. So <laughs> I do not know what the end looks like, but like I said before, I really want to know. Because I got to the point in my last one before I reset where it's like, here, this upgrade helps with sp faster space travel. And I was like, huh? 
Like I get, I'm going to go that far away. Like what? <laughs> Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this is a game I'm going to be playing for weeks. <laughs> Cause the thing is you're not even really playing it. You just kind of let it run and you check it every five minutes and click oh, a few yeah. things. Yep. Yup. Yep. It's fantastic. Don't play it. It yeah. ruins you. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This may be the first time we recommend but not play. playing a game that we talk about. Yeah, if you uh, if you like this type of game, just it's, be- it's beautiful. Ignore everything we just said. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have a desk job and can have a tab yeah. open to the side to let this run. Oh, and does Stretch have any? Let it know do have I any list tips it? for people on how yeah. to properly do this? <laughs> oh yeah. So there is a setting that allows it to run correctly in a separate tab, which I was not informed of that everyone else knew about, apparently, um, for at yeah, least options, four to web five workers. days. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to idly play it at work, option web worker. Mm-hmm. There's also which an app. Fun. Don't get the app. Don't get I, the app. Much like I will not refusing to get the app because, yeah, this will um, that will ruin me. And there is a dark mode. If I if yeah. I got the app, so, I would be like, all right, I need to make sure I bring my cord to work or other places to charge my fucking phone like an asshole. Playing <laughs> kittens game, you're just gonna let it keep. So running. like maybe that's yeah. like if we like is is kittens game like bad for the environment? <laughs> We're just <laughs> running these crunching these numbers all the time and using electricity to crunch fucking numbers so I can send cast to space. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's no worse than other games, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a minimal power draw with just a is. single single tab. Yeah, like I'm I do wonder how complicated it would be to program a game. I, like but this. now that you say it, it's pretty funny that we you mentioned the three thousand series cards. I have a thirty eighty that I'm I'm just if I was playing it at home, I'm just playing kittens <laughs> game or something. Yeah. Well you you gotta point That's all of right. those teraflops at the numbers <laughs> to, so you can see them That's go up in real time. I, have, I don't play it oh, at dude, home. Dude, you have a thirty ninety? What do you play? Kittens game. I do kittens not play game. kittens game at home. Yeah. I said that before. I refuse. Oh yeah, because you almost overwrote your save last. That, time. Uh, <laughs> people that are wondering that save, I, you know, the one person curious. I I did save the save. Oh, yeah, it was God. recovered. I did not lose my progress and yeah. not. I didn't cry. Yeah, I think much. the cloud he didn't cry much. <laughs> right. The, the cloud saving system is pretty smart in this because it it asks you like. You know, oh, do you want to yeah. save over, right? Over, so you can right. double check. Yeah. 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 No, I, I mostly play this on my little uh, Surface Pro. So I'm not using my entire. Okay, that's not completely true because I do have it up like at, right now as we're recording. Hey. <laughs> I have it up. So I'm playing progress, it with my 2080 progress. technically. But yeah, pro- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I think Please what I. Send help. We are, uh... If anyone that you know is affected by the endemic kittens that game. is uh kittens game you know there are there are others in similar situations which i need to go look at like my chrome i think be like how i found this because we were looking it up like <laughs> it's not a well-known thing like it's not out there no i don't i do not know how i found it i'd be curious mm-hmm. probably on I reddit think, maybe maybe like the moment i knew this was a problem for me was actually <laughs> today because for the most part, 
you know, so there's this this thing they do called temporal something yeah. flux, right? Temporal flux, where so if you're logged off, like if you don't have it running in a browser, you accumulate that resource. So that way, when you log back on, you can bank up to like I think ten minutes worth of like speed fifty percent more time your speed stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. It speeds up everything for about ten minutes if you bank it up completely. Um, up until this morning, every time I'd logged into the game, I had a full yeah. ten minutes banked. <laughs> Today, I did not have a full 10 minutes banked because I was also playing it at <laughs> night last night. So... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yeah, today out. is how I learned this is Beautiful. a problem. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Uh, anyway, game. Kim's Game might be the game of the year. This year. I didn't come out this year. But <laughs> move over to no. in Elden Ring. There's a new game in town. Was it best evolving game? Mm-hmm. Kitten's game the... is the Dark Souls of no clickers. No, it, well, it's in the title. It's yeah, it's literally <laughs> in the title. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I think last week we were joking about like having a weekly kittens game update, but you know, TBD. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how much of a joke that becomes. Um, kittens corner, corner with the, a K. The, the worst part about it too is like what. What do we do for a thumbnail this week, guys? Like, <laughs> we can't. You can't just slap a make picture it, make of a game. <laughs> I've got, I've got plenty of pictures of my cats. Don't wait. Do you guys it, want to use work. the picture I had before? <laughs> no, the one from uh, from Pax. Uh, no, the one I showed you right before we started. Hey, Rut. Hey, Rut. What have you been playing this week? Yeah, what have, what have you been playing, Rut? What's keeping you afloat? Uh, so this is a game I've been playing for a while um, that finally went 1.0 this week, uh, Raft, which is kind of, it's a it's a survival game for the most part. I hear that we have um, guides for that game. We do, we I have a boatload of guides. A raft load of guides. Um, yeah, a raft load of guides. Can you make a Wilson from like Castaway to put on your raft? I don't know. I haven't unlocked all the like. Okay. Co- like you can, better you be because if there's not, what the hell are they doing with their time? <laughs> I know you can. They get have rubber a huge duckies. like cosmetics list that you mm. discover as you play the game. So, um, but yeah, Raft is a it's a survival game that uh, you start with a four square raft and uh, take trash out of the ocean to continue building it, and oh, you nice. have to. Uh, there is a story. Is a there's a full away. story. Um. And you basically are searching for other survivors, um, or you're like you're like a scout, basically trying to find uh, where to send people. And part of that is you have to research things you find. So you research trash, you research stuff you find on islands to unlock new uh, craftables. And one of them is like an antenna and a computer, which you then have to craft a battery for, and then you tune into a frequency and it'll guide you via the raft uh, or you use the guide or the raft to get there. Um, but it's super chill. Like some of the enemies on the islands are fucking annoying. Um, mm. But it is like, you're literally just most of the time you're chilling on a raft, throwing a scrap hook and pulling things out of the ocean until uh, so you get an engine and you do my favorite strategy of putting a shit like a, just a stupidly long front part of nets and just driving through the trash. Um, and then it's on easy mode, but it's it's just. It's very chill, um, even with some of the like franticness when it comes to fighting off birds or 
Um, if you jump in the ocean, there is almost always a shark. Um, it follows your raft and it attacks your raft. Um, nice. That's like old man in the sea. Just punch yep. it. And you can throw like shark bait to uh, distract it while you go dive through reefs to get like scrap and rock and metal and stuff. Um, can you kill the shark or fight yes. it? Nice. You can kill the shark, you get its head, and you can wear it as a hat. Um, of course. Very important. Mm. And uh, and then it gives you like uh, shark meat as well, which is like a super high resource food. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I play that with a buddy and we just... Oh, so it's a multiplayer too? It's multiplayer, yep. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. so you can play with friends, you can build just ginormous rafts. There's tons of like cosmetic items you can craft, like I don't know, benches and beds and all that kind of stuff. So you can build like a super cool, perfectly designed raft. They've got all of the different pieces to, you know, make a custom raft with. And every day they change the raft that's on display on the the start screen. So you Mm. can see like somebody else's um, pre-built raft that they did in creative mode. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can see like what other people have built. and Oh, that's kind of a cool idea. And then mimic it. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like your crafting survival sort of game, but a la Castaway, starring Tom Hanks. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. Um, it's just and some of the some of it's just kind of like frantic. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I don't have a weapon to knock off the shark, and then the shark mm. rips a chunk out of your raft. Um, and then they've got these nice, nicely crafted uh islands so each island so you're basically trying to get to islands or areas via searching with the radio and the antennas um and they're they've got like fully crafted puzzles that you've got to kind of unravel um and just lots of unique ideas i think it's it just exploring the ocean is fun for mm. the most part nice and that's only on pc right now only on pc right now yep mm. Yeah, and they just went 1.0. The last update before 1.0 was probably a year ago. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's Raft. You can play it on PC. Uh, we have a lot of guides for it too. So if you ever need to uh, figure some shit out, go to TechRaptor.net. Yeah. Uh, Stretch, what have you been watching? Yeah, pretty much. I got together a group of friends to play the fantastic co-op mode in the Quarry. We only managed to get through it like half of it in about four or five hours. Mm. Um, so this is from the same developers as Until Dawn and the Dark Pictures Anthology. Uh, right. This is the one that was originally meant to apparently be out on Stadia, which I think would have been a fantastic place for it to be. But I agree. Um, ended up coming to all all systems. Um, it's it's so much fun. Um, have any of you guys played any of the co-op modes, like the couch co-op modes from any of their other ones? I don't think I've ever played any of their games, nope. honestly. Uh, okay. So at the at the very start of the game, you have like the list of all of the characters, like a short bio and some like basic characteristics about them. And then you can um, assign uh, a name to each of the characters. So like this, they have their like in-universe name, but you know, as you're sitting around, like you know, if the four of us were together, we'd be able to like assign this character to Rut, this character to Rob, this character to Andrew. Oh. Um, 
so that then as you're playing through the game when those like character swaps happen the game like pauses you know lets you know which character uh, like which person in the in the room should be the next one to have the controller and then you know you just hand on the controller and then go from there mm. so it okay. kind of it you know where other games might do something more basic like uh one of their other games tried to have like a everyone could vote on what decision to do on their phone and then that phone vote would go towards what actually happens in the game but this really transforms like a, a sitting together watch party of a horror video game into a proper like everyone gets involved experience okay. um, so much fun it's so great to you know as kind of each player finds out how they feel about the character they're playing or how they're you know how their characters are feeling about other players and stuff you know you get those moments to like dick over your friends or like you know you have those risky like should i go up this ladder should i not go up this ladder and then that character is just fucking dead um yep. and then like that's it you move on mm. um but it is it is super fun they're back like really into the roots the same way that they had um until dawn a lot of the stuff that they did with lost pictures anthology was kind of like we're going to take something scientific but it's going to look like it's an actual like horrific being or something um and they kind of like fucked around with that a bit for the first two um of the the dark pictures anthology that just kind of like at the end of it, it was still a fun adventure, but you just kind of felt like, uh, but it was noxious hallucinogenic gas or something. Right, right. Um, and that just wasn't as much fun. Uh, but this one seems to be like full, you know, full deep into weird forest mountain monster kind of shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hearing some pretty good buzz around the quarry because I remember like Until Dawn was like lightning in a bottle. A mm -hmm. lot of people love that. And then all the Dark Pictures games were like, eh, you know. They're good, like, they didn't but it's not make that, a splash, that lightning but... again. Yeah, and I'm hearing the quarry is kind of like, I mean, maybe Return to Form might be too high praise, but like it's it's getting there, you know, it's getting back to what made Until Dawn really special. Definitely. I've just been hearing more and more people talk about the quarry. And it's funny that like I I know the ending of it because I've been, you know, just part of being an editor at a yeah. site, right? Like you read a lot of you edit a lot of features and oh, like no, guys. Am I about to be disappointed? Like, is it gonna is it gonna no, be revealed to be? I mean I mean there's a lot of endings, so you know, you could get one of the good ones. Yeah. So yeah. Cause it I was... guess like I, I can't say I don't know the endings, but more like uh I know the the twists. The last one, spoiler for House of Ashes, it was like, you know, all set up to be like some kind of like fucked up mystery monster in a um, uh, in a pyramid. And so you spend the whole time thinking like, oh, it's, you know, this or that or like cursed ancient Egyptian gods, like what's going on? Um and then at about three quarters of the way through the game, your characters go down this like extra like tunnel passageway. Um, and you end up in a giant underground chasm with a whole bunch of like egg pods a la alien and aliens. Oh, it's alien. 
Oh, yeah, I thought so you were going to say Godzilla. No. I guess <laughs> hit 2002 classic. Great, great movie. Great egg scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I um, love the egg scene. But it was just like, you know, it totally set everything up as like some ancient Egyptian mummy adventure kind of thing. And then, you you know, you get three quarters of the way through it, like digging the Egyptian aesthetic. And it's like, oh, it's aliens. Wow. <laughs> Indiana jones Yeah. Yeah. They, we got Christum of the uh, King. What? No. Christ- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Crystal, Crystal of the Kingdom, Kingdom Skull. Skull. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but Quarry so far has been good. I've still got like five hours to go, so it may absolutely shit the bed. But here's hoping that it's still a fun fun adventure right because part of the fun of those games right is like it's it's that mystery right of what is the the spooky big bad right? oh definitely uh it seems like house of ashes maybe wasn't the payoff wasn't worth it but i know with until dawn a lot of people love that and then um do you do you know the big bad yet in this one stretch uh like I mean, what it is so far i know that they're weird like werewolf looking creatures um, but gotcha. I don't have a definitive what they are. If there's any mysterious mayors of the town, a mayor of a town somewhere, it's probably that guy. <laughs> it's always that guy. Well, we are right. right next to the old abandoned theme park, and that yeah. that owner seems very angry and very old. <laughs> we should look for a, yeah, for like a seam on a mask somewhere. <laughs> mm. It's just it's interesting because like I've, I've been recently watching stranger things and just catching up to it because i haven't mm-hmm. actually seen all of it so just it, it feels like that similar vibe right of like you know a bunch of kids spooky shit's happening and they try to figure out what's going on and all that well if they wouldn't have played dungeons and dragons they wouldn't be in that situation would they that's hey true. i resent that statement please <laughs> yeah that's right you do play dungeons all and dragons, of our parents so were warned about it i play it. a shit ton of dungeons and dragons <laughs> We were warned yeah, about it back like in the a, day, but all the all, kinds of all these people things. stretch is grabbing a, all of his all of his little. Is that a, their action figures? Is that a, <laughs> it's the Demogorgon. Is that a Gundam? Gundam? <laughs> no, it's uh, it <laughs> That's is a Gundam. the Iron Giant. No, it's the Forge Guardian from uh, Fort Critical Warhammer Forty K. Oh, oh, it looks like Megatron. Close enough. <laughs> it's a Transformer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also have a big action figure to show off. I, I've been showing it off on the video um, behind me. I, I built the Lego Tallneck uh, from Horizon Zero Dawn slash Forbidden West. Uh, I think a few weeks ago, well, m- probably more months ago now, I talked about the Super Mario 64 block, Lego block thing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Great build. I great think... fun build if, if nobody's done it. It's actually very enjoyable to put together. Yeah. Uh, I think putting that together has been more fun than putting the tall neck together. But mm. the tall neck is also pretty cool because um, it's just it's so tall. I mean, it is. It's like 13 inches tall. Like pretty it's tall for it, Lego. Yeah, yeah. It, it stands pretty high up, so you're gonna need like a good shelf to display it on or something. But yeah, putting it together was a lot of fun. Um, I think this is now my second Lego build after that. That Mario one kind of, you know broke the seal for me in terms of thinking like okay legos are actually kind of fun to put together as an adult <laughs> you don't have to be a kid with a tub of legos to enjoy it you know damn straight i got too yeah. many lego mm-hmm. too and it's many. weird as soon as you finished putting the the toll neck together suddenly a whole bunch of new locations showed up on your google maps on your phone yeah, this phone just well, started pinging 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny because I didn't have internet until I finished building the tall neck, and now it's kind of my router. Oh. Um. Yeah, kind of like in the games, right? So. That would be a it's cool. Nice. That would be an interesting mod build, building a just, a router <laughs> into a tall neck. Just slap a like a Google Nest into it or whatever, like one of those you know like router repeater things. Oh, yeah. Like the meshes. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. someone's gonna get creative and like make it walk around. Yeah. Well. I don't know if you can make this walk around. It is kind of fragile. I don't think like, you understand the Lego community then. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cotton, don't you understand roaming Wi-Fi already exists? Oh, yeah. God, well, I don't know. Like, I've said like a long time ago on one of the early podcasts, I said we're both named Andrew, but I feel like we're different fucking species. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, th- this one is a little bit of a fragile build. Like, if you move it, it might, like, some things are going to pop off. Sure. Um, it. I could. <laughs> just a tub of resin. Just encase it in resin. Perfect. Yeah. And amber. Yeah. And then some, like, in the future, people will discover it and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. What was this? But now I'm kind of at this point where it's like, I don't know what the next Lego, Lego build I'm going to do is. Cause get the Coliseum. I here's the thing. I dead ass want that because it does look really fun to put it's together. Also, but like eight hundred dollars, stupid it's, large yeah, as well. It's humongous. it's stupid large. That's the big thing where I'm like, I have no idea where I would. And put also, it. I don't think it's the funnest build because you're doing the same thing over and over again on it because it's just a big circle mm-hmm. of columns that are the exact same. <laughs> yeah, probably. So it's probably not that yeah. fun to put together. It looks mm-hmm. great when it's done, I would imagine, but yeah, just the path to get there. Mm-hmm. but yeah i think this is um kind of uh what is this maybe second or third recent like lego breaking into the video game space right because yeah. i think a lot of what they do is like tv shows movies like marvel star wars mm-hmm. Star Wars is like the big the, one yeah yeah star wars is huge with lego but um you know there's there's mario and now there's this horizon is there maybe a sonic one right like a yeah. green hill zone yep, they, I think. they put that out or it's coming out if it hasn't so when yeah. do we when do we think that we will see the first Lego video game based on a Lego game? Oh, sorry, based on a, a video game. So, like, when when we will when will we see the purchasable video game oh. of Lego Sonic the Hedgehog? Lego Horizons, oh. Lego Mario coming oh, to Nintendo Switch. Where it's I mean, like, we have Minecraft. I don't know. That's an interesting question, though. Yeah, somebody's I mean, had this thought. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, because I think then that also just begs the question: like, how how different must a Lego Horizon be for? Well, you I would to be assume able that they say, would just do the Lego format, like mm-hmm. a bunch of a bunch of levels with mini kits, studs to collect, and it like recaps the story of something. Um, but in a more like cheeky humorous yeah friendly sort of way like i could i could totally see them doing like a lego bloodborne you know it's it's shorter it's easier to get through you get all the good story points and then Mm -hmm. you just move on with your life yeah dude or uh i'd love to see a lego last of us (laughs) it's a it's a some still of you chopping someone in half yeah (laughs) No, it would instead of doing it like a like a gruesome cutscene, the characters would pretend that they were putting on a magic show 
and like do the whole like sawing a woman in half kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's the it's <laughs> never mind. It's just Joel okay. Joel's head getting smashed in with the fucking <laughs> it's that scene. <laughs> well, it'd probably just be like the, the head pops off or something, yeah, well. you know, like I don't think they'd smash a Lego head. That'd be pretty rad if you get a Lego head that's got a golf club embedded in it. <laughs> Dude. That'd be rad. Or imagine like clicker heads in Lego. They they'd look disappointing, I think. Probably. They'd be like flower petals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, you I could think... build a Lambo. Build a Lamborghini. I could. But I couldn't drive it. Well, this seems to have some battery thing with it, so maybe. Oh, what the fuck, really? Yeah, you like build a motor. <laughs> a little bit of a remote an RC car. I don't know if it's that complicated, but. Mm. And Lego's wild. Remember when it just used to be like putting bricks together to make a house? Yeah. And yeah. Now it's like m- mechanical things referencing pop culture, and it's fantastic. Right, and now you can build big houses like the set of Friends. Yes, you can. <laughs> you build Central yeah. Perk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or the set of Seinfeld, That's like right. the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Lego's wild. I think that that should do it for this week's episode of the Tech Raptor podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on and share it with a friend if you haven't already. Um, and if you hit subscribe, you will get new episodes of our show every week. But if you want uh, more news, features, reviews, all that sort of stuff, you can go to techraptor.net where we publish those every day of the week. Uh, and if you want more of our show, we will be back next Monday. See you then. Yeah.